1: of the world, Steve Fingers.
0: So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by FirstRoll.ca. If you're into nerd culture, if you're into signed memorabilia, if you're into comic books, if you're into pretty much anything that nerds like to collect... Please visit firstworld.ca, use promo code THEPODCAST20. You'll get 20% off. Everything you see there is in Canadian funds. So, to all you American listeners, it's a little bit cheaper rate once you do the conversion. And don't worry, international, they ship worldwide as well. They update daily, so no need to not visit them every day. Like I said, signed sports memorabilia, signed comic books, wrestling figures, wrestling cards, wrestling pictures, whatever you need or want is literally there. And if you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com today for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like NBA Jam, Resident Evil, and most recently, Final Fantasy VI. Everything you see on their website is available in paperback and ebook format, so there's no need or excuses to not buy anything. So please visit bossfightbooks.com. And if you want to support me directly, you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device. It's embedded right there in the description. Click on that link. Takes you right to the merchandise store. I got everything from mugs to travel mugs to phone cases to hats to... T shirts to whatever you need or want, it is literally there. And most importantly, please rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms, but most specifically, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So, this week's guest I am joined by is a returning guest. He is a writer, a TV personality, and a video game consultant. So, obviously, you guys know who he is. He's been on the show a few times. You've seen him on EP Daily, Steve Tilly.
2: Hey, Steve. How's it going?
0: So I'm good. So happy
2: to be back but... again, I gotta tell you, man.
0: No, it's it's good to be back. Let's let everyone know this is going to be a quarterly thing, so you will be returning at least once every three to four months to talk video games, like nerd it. culture, what we're watching, what we like, what we don't like, just to get shit off our chest. How does that sound?
2: I like it, man. I like it. As I was saying <laughs> just a minute ago, to me, this is just like an excuse to have a conversation with you, and the fact right? that, it's, that it's the podcast as well is just like it's just like gravy.
0: But yeah, I, no you know, I just
2: love talking to you. I'm talking about this stuff. I love talking to you.
0: Yeah, it, it, and like I told you too, this is the easiest shows I have to do. Not because it's I don't have to work, but it's just one of those things. It's like you said, just shooting the show. You just laid back what we've ingested in the past three to four months. Obviously, we're going to talk E3 because that's hot on everyone's lips these days. But first, before we get into anything, what have you been watching? What do you like? What haven't you... Have you how, how about this? Since the last time we talked, have you started watching Lost yet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about Lost the other day because I started watching this show, uh, Manifest, on on Netflix. Yes, that's it's on kind my of a Losty yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just thinking again how I. <laughs> never got through the final season of lost like i i have now over the years bits have been spoiled so i have kind of an idea how to end it but i just think the other day it's weird you would say like it's literally just the other day i'm thinking maybe i should just like start watching season six again or maybe i should start watching from the beginning again i'm like i don't know man there's so many shows i don't know if i have time to go back I and know. revisit lost but no it is hard. to answer your question i still <laughs> have not watched the final like half season of lost
0: <laughs> all right so other than manifest what have you been watching then
2: uh, well, I think we're probably going to talk about Loki. Uh, of course. Quick. Um, I don't know, man. It, it's been bouncing around. I get recommendations. Um, <laughs> this is what I do. I get recommendations from my friends on sure. shows to watch. Okay. And then I turn on Netflix or, you know, Amazon Prime or whatever. And yeah. then I just watch some garbage. Yeah, like, <laughs> of course. I know there's all these great shows I should be watching. But I'm like, oh, this looks terrible. I don't think I'll watch this. Like, I just right. watching um, uh, a zombie show called Black Summer on Netflix.
0: Yes. I don't I'm- even
2: know why. Like, I'm kind of – I'm a little – like zombies are a little played out now after the
0: True. especially
2: after the zack snyder movie the uh, army of the dead i'm like okay i've had okay. enough zombies for a while you know i'm good on zombies but i'm Make like sense. i'll watch this and it actually is not bad like it it treats it treats like the zombie apocalypse kind of pretty seriously it's, yes. it's not campy and it's filmed in a really cool way and uh, but I, i'm watching the show mm-hmm. and i'm like <laughs> like it's set in some u.s city or a suburb or something I'm like man this looks like this looks like Canada. You know how when you're watching a show, yes, sometimes you can just tell from the look of it. Of that course, it's, that it's shot in Canada. Right. Yeah, I don't know if it's like the streets or the. the I don't know. There's something it's, the about it. I, I it's the signage. I
0: notice it's mostly the is signage. Definitely part of yes, it. the
2: signage is definitely part of it. But even things like the houses or the yards, or the streets. So it's like I am gonna say shot in Canada. Whatever. Of course, a lot of shows are. <laughs> I'm watching a lot more. I'm like, you know what? I think this might be Alberta. Oh. But that's because I'm from, I'm from Edmonton. Right. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Though. Not a lot of shows are shot in Alberta, so it seems unlikely. But it's something about the sky and <laughs> the trees. I know, so it's weird. It just reminding me of Alberta Right. in the zombie show. And then there's a scene where they go down a back alley, mm. and the alley's gravel. I'm like, oh, gravel alleys. I wonder if it's Calgary, because I know Calgary is So I looked it up. Sure enough, Black Summer was shot in Calgary. I'm like, oh, there you go man, did I never call that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been watching a little mishmash, this and that. Uh, what about you? What's on, what's on your plate these days?
0: Oddly enough, okay, so I'm still on the lost train, so I'm not binge watching it. I'm watching it like maybe two or three episodes a week. That's oh, nice, what I've been right. doing. That's a perfect pace. Right? Yeah. So it's taken about maybe I'm on my sixth month, probably, because it was somewhere along mid-COVID or even right when COVID started, something like that. I started watching it. So now I'm on season six, episode five. <gasps> so I'm almost done. Dude! <laughs>
2: That's right where I checked out. That is where I left Lost. I swear to God, it was like right around episode That's five. Hilarious. season six. So the next time we talk, I'm serious. The next time we talk, right. you got to give me like a recap oh, of shit. the rest of season six. To tell me what happens, okay? Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Perfect, we'll Perfect. do
2: it. Perfect, then I'll finally
0: know. Okay, Perfect. so other than Lost, um, obviously, Loki, and then again, we'll talk about that because we both love it and we want to talk more about that. Oddly enough, on Netflix, you know what me and my wife have been binging on? A lot of these, I hate to say it. Like, these grungy, like, fucking, I don't know, crappy reality shows that, like, no one would ever watch. Like, you know you know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Yeah. Just, I don't know. Because I'm so sick of TV right now. I'm so sick of, like, yeah. dramas. I'm sick of comedies. Like, I'll go back and watch, like, a little episodes of Seinfeld Office. Like, stuff like that, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But, like, new stuff, yeah. I don't know. I just, even the same thing with movies. My wife's like, oh. Because I, I used to be the one in charge of what movies to watch because, you know, I, you know, I talk to people and shit like that, right? So, I'm yeah. like, okay. And then she's just like, you haven't told me what movies to watch in like the past six months. And I'm like, other than the new Saw or Spiral from the book of Saw, there was really nothing I wanted to watch. So I haven't yeah. been, I don't know, it's just something, I don't know if it's COVID related. I don't know. But so anyways, we're watching all these reality shows. One was... Um, like, like what? Um, uh, Getting Back with the Ex is. I, I don't know if that's the exact name of it. It's on Netflix. So okay. in essence, it's people who are exes. And it's from long ranges, like there's four couples, it goes from three years apart to all the way they haven't been together from like 20 years, and they're trying to yeah, reignite yeah. a spark, either because they oh, want to be together, or they've been divorced, or whatever, right? So, like, it's just lowbrow stuff like that, like, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> a-, a friend of mine is uh, is big into those shows too, and I think she is also watching that particular one, that sounds pretty familiar. And there was also another one, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like, like hooking up with convicts or ex-convicts or something what I I okay no i've not watched ago. that one yet <laughs> that sounds good like it's right up your alley <laughs> I'll, it is I'll it is but yeah i mean it's, it's sometimes you just want to watch and this is the thing too like like my friends have recommended these shows that are like really like strong dramas and okay, stuff yeah and then i'm like i'm just watching the zombie show instead because sometimes right. you just don't want necessarily to be challenged too much like you just want to watch something simple or
0: and you know, that's what it is
2: and not have to think too hard yeah exactly
0: yeah. like i really don't want like Loki, honestly, we'll get right into it now. Is the only show that I don't go on my phone. Like, I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. want to almost I'm go on record, and we've only watched the first two episodes, so just in case people think we're behind or whatever, it's. I'm almost there to say it's as good, if not better, than WandaVision already. Ooh, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I'd like. I, I mean, okay, let's talk about Loki. Yeah, I mean, this is another another show that I had no expectations of. Like when when WandaVision came out, I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, one envision they they weren't my favorite characters in the Avengers movies, but yeah, sure. It'd Be interesting to see like what happens with the show, and the show turned out to be really interesting and really cool. Right. And you really got to know those characters, and then Falcon Winter Soldier, same kind of thing. Like those two guys weren't necessarily my you know the top tier characters. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing with these shows, right? They're taking the characters who aren't the marquee exactly. Avengers, and uh, and you know spinning them off and making you actually get interested in them. So yeah, so far Loki is like I love I love a good I love anything to do with time travel. Like I love, I love time travel. I'm the same way timeline stories yes. yeah so love it. right off the bat that's a big plus and i love yep. the way they plugged it into the events of uh the avengers and, mm-hmm. and now we're gonna see how this all plays out across like i and i love the like the the whole concept of the tva of the the time variance
0: yeah time authority, variance authority yeah. yeah
2: yeah and having to like maintain one particular timeline and snuff out anything that kind of deviates from it is really right. cool there's so much they can do with that so yeah i am i am so far, really impressed with it and I'm but I'm also dying to see where it goes. Like I have no clue. Like in, I know. In, in Falcon and Winter Soldier, you kinda have an idea. Like it's a boat terrorist, yeah. bad guys, and they gotta you know, there's this rogue Captain America and you know it's yep. like, there's gonna be stuff happening. I have, from like one episode to the next, I have no idea what's gonna happen to this show. I have no idea where it's
0: going. It's so true. I just love. I love the vibe of it too, like that '70s aesthetic. It, you know what it feels it looks like? So cool. H- yeah. Here, this is what I think is in my head how it all came together. It is a bit of Fallout, the video game, Stranger Things, and Men in Black. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah definitely all those. That, that, right? And yeah, Fallout. Because it's got that kind of future retro kind of thing. yes, it's like the future, but everything well. It's not the future. It is it is all times. Yeah, <laughs> but it's got like a, that kind of nineteen seventies technology vibe melded with like really high end technology that's like way beyond that. And I, I like Owen Wilson too. It's good to see yes, him. Yes, me um, too. Um, doing stuff again. So I like the fact that he's in the Marvel Universe. And Loki's always been like a, a cool character. He mm-hmm. was, he was a great villain in the first Avengers movie. And as far as the Marvel villains have gone, he's always been kind of one of the one of the favorites so even though you know he met his demise if it's not a spoiler <laughs> he met his <the> demise and <laughs> uh, uh was it endgame or the one before endgame
0: i can't Infinity remember War, endgame, whatever
2: yeah one of them um, even though he died then obviously were you know he's been appeared at here out of 2012 so he's back and it's cool to see how i don't like i don't know what's going to happen is, is he going to be What's going to happen to who he is in the end? Are they going to have to get rid of him? Are they going to... Is he going to be
0: back for good? See, that's the thing. Like, what this whole time... Is he just going to stay with the TVA and maybe work for them and no one sees him and that's what happens to him, Right that oh, would yeah, be cool yeah you never know, but again, you can't because look at him like he loves mischievous he loves causing havoc like he's not gonna yeah. be like an author I can't see him like unless he will be like some consultant or again it's leading up to the the three lizards as he calls them or whatever they are yeah, yeah. like yeah. the ultimate reveal is it gonna be like a Wizard of Oz type of thing like what, what? like there's so many things. oh yeah man, maybe.
2: right yeah. that's just it and when, when you're playing with a timeline, you can go anywhere and do anything. that's the so thing they too. Could- um it'd be cool i like i can't decide if this would be cool or not it would be cool if they kind of touched on the events of some other marvel stuff i think the
0: they time, will they, they must yeah you know what like, i but mean that's something
2: they don't necessarily need to or maybe they can do that in the final episode kind of tie it back in but um yeah just the fact that uh, i don't know the the, the, the storylines are so wide open that i have no idea how how I mean, we've only seen two episodes Third episodes of today as we're talking um i just have i love having no idea where it's gonna
0: go yeah and the writing is so smart again being marvel obviously but the writing with time travel like okay obviously this is spoilers but for some people won't be because the third episode's also too bad so like in the the second episode when they all figure out that the so-called bad loki is hiding in doomsday like events yeah. and stuff. Like, like, how brilliant is that? Because it's true. No yeah, it's, matter what, that timeline so always funny, is always going to disintegrate. Yeah. So you're not. There's not yeah. going to be a butterfly effect, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. To think yeah, of that's something smart, like that. That's super smart. Yeah.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> I, do, I love man.
2: the way he was messing around in Pompeii as well. Like, uh, right? Just like causing a big fuss, <laughs> revealing himself, and like, what well, probably, all these people are going to die. This whole civilization is going to be wiped out. They can't say anything about it. There's going to be no consequence from from messing around right before doomsday. So. Yeah. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Really, really. And again, it's, man, I just, it seems like every time one of these Marvel Disney series comes out, I have like mm-hmm. doubts. Like I had doubts about WandaVision. How's this going to work? Like retro yeah. TV shows. And, of was, course. Like, and then the story was really brilliant. How they, how the reason the TV shows, the reason the show was playing out like a TV show and how that's revealed is really brilliant. Falcon and Winter Soldier a little more straightforward, but still really cool. Like I, I thought they did a really good job of you know, fleshing out those characters. And it was cool to see like them, work the uh like the the race issue into it and mm-hmm. like how that's never really been brought up in marvel movies before and now we got loki again like this weird time travel time bending who, who knows what's going to right then. so man so far unless loki tanks like unless loki goes right downhill in the next uh, i think it's only six episodes i think
0: right? oh that's Total? it oh shit yeah oh, i think more. it's only six okay. yeah it's like
2: falcon winter soldier i think it's okay. like almost an hour long so that's you know, it's
0: true like, okay makes sense It's kind of
2: like watching two or three movies yeah yeah okay. as long as it doesn't like go right off the rails i think this will be another winner for them and
0: it's like i think so
2: it seems like they can do no wrong like they just got really smart people working on these shows mm-hmm. and so far they have not dropped the ball
0: and obviously always the underlying tones like in this one it was that part of religion and believing like you know what i mean yeah. like faith sort of so to speak like that's all yeah. like religion tones and what people go through nowadays when you have so many atheists versus people who believe right so it's like yeah. it's perfect like everything is just and i love that they don't throw shit in your face like on purpose like hey look we're being social justice warriors look at us we're so nice people yeah. you know what i mean
2: yeah i mean it's possible to, to talk about stuff serious stuff without yeah like without calling it out in a way that that that, that says, "Hey, look, this is what we're doing." Right. Like, I, I this is an unpopular opinion, but I, I, one thing that bugged me about uh, Endgame was the scene with all the, the the female heroes. Okay. Like, first of all, like I love the fact they they celebrate the female heroes, but uh, to, the way they did it, like they're, they're they're out there kicking ass. Like we can see them kicking ass. Right. Like, I love. All those characters, like, I love Valkyrie, and, and even though, even though she's not super popular, sometimes I love you know Captain Marvel. I love yeah. these characters, but we did not necessarily need a scene where they kind of are <clears throat> all get brought into one scene. Mm-hmm. It's like that just felt forced. And I'm like, you guys are smarter than this. The characters are smarter than this. Your audience is smarter than this. You don't need to do that. Like no. I, I, I understand that. Like I celebrate the reason for it. I just think it was done in a kind of a a way that pulled me out of the movie at that moment. Like all of a sudden in this big battle, I thought, oh, I'm not watching a big battle between superheroes, I'm watching a movie because this is clearly a scene in a movie that was constructed to be something particular. Anyway. Yeah. No, so yeah, I what agree, I'm saying yeah. is like there's I love that 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 Marvel's digging into serious issues. I love it. And I love yeah. that they're that they're working these into the storylines and making you think like it's not just superheroes knocking each other out, man. It's like these are Real people having real stories in the real world, or you know, a version of the real world where there are real issues, and and being able to work that work that into the show is kind of what Marvel's always been about. I mean, like the, yes. the X Men the mutants were a response to like um, just like anti difference, like
0: exactly, like, like homophobia or, or racism. It was a response mm-hmm. saying just because you're different doesn't
2: mean you're not you know, powerful and and you know, worthy and that's kind of been marvel's dna all along so to see it come out in the tv shows is really is really kind of gratifying
0: okay now one thing i want to know because you probably know more about the marvel universe than i do okay again spoilers too bad who is this female loki that was unraveled at <laughs> yeah, the I don't end know. I, I, you know i, I honestly don't know okay I, don't I, know. I, <laughs> I thought maybe she was an existing <laughs> character or something she, she probably okay. is i haven't googled her yet okay but, okay uh,
2: I'm like, wait a minute, is this, like, a female Loki? Because they showed, like, Loki in his various forms, too. Right. like, a weird. And I was like, is this actually, like, a female version of Loki? Is Loki going to, like, team up with himself or even, like, fall in love with himself? Because that would be kind of oh, cool.
0: that's right. Because that would be so
2: perfect for Loki, right? Right. He loves himself so much to actually fall in love with, oh, you know, another version of himself. Would be I like cool. it. But I don't know. She could be an existing character. I, I don't know. Um, like, I, I tend to find out – my comics back in the day were, were the X-Men – and you know some Spider-Man and uh, you know kind of like the heavy hitters I, I don't know the mythology of Marvel and Deeper
0: okay to, so to you're see, sort like, of like me that's to, how I am then yeah, yeah okay okay yeah.
2: like I don't see all the easter eggs that pop up in, in the various shows and movies I have to go on like and watch YouTube videos of, of sure. smarter people like, okay. explaining them to me <laughs> But, no, that's um, totally. Yeah, easy. so I don't okay. know if she is. I'm not. I'm not sure if she is somebody that who exists or if she is a new character in the show. And people who have watched today's episode, I probably they probably explained it already.
0: That's you know, true too. So we look so like idiots now. We're
2: gonna go watch it <laughs> and find out. But yeah, uh, yeah.
0: but yeah, no, that's so cool. Yeah, I can't wait for more. And it's funny how I think, in my opinion, the Marvel series are now s- stacking up better than the actual movies.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, th- there's been so many movies and they haven't all been winners, you know, they, uh, some have been solid. Um, Like, I think like, like again, uh, Captain Marvel was, was a fine movie. It's not my favorite Marvel movie. And uh, just because it just seemed kind of really by the numbers, um, I guess. Um, uh, Black Panther was almost the same way. Black Panther, I kind of give it a pass to you though, because it's like, because it's a black character and a really important black character in comics. Right. So, and I, and they did a great job of the movie, but again, it was like a kind of a really straightforward Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. And I guess you get that kind of applies to a lot of like, even like Ant-Man and Ant-Man on the Wasp. Again, That's true. Yeah. Good movies. Just, you know, but, but nothing that for me really raised the bar now, but now I'm not trying to think which ones really have raised the bar. I still think like two of my favorite Marvel movies are, um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, um, oh, okay. because it was it was really well done. It had that really kind of cool thriller vibe to it, and right. some really cool character stuff. And Thor Ragnarok, because it was so freaking funny and like, it's so uh, different. I, yes. Yeah, yeah, I love uh, uh, Taika, Taika Waititi. Um, I, I love what he does. I love the stuff he did with the, the Mandalorian too. Mm. He's just a you know, he's a smart, smart, funny guy, and to to, to kind of take Thor. Thor was already kind of moving out of that like really serious. I am a yep. god of Asgard mode to this kind of a little more, you know, humorous because he's like, he's kind of like this, this fish out of water and, and, you know, you know, kind of boastful. I, I like, I like that. I like how Thor is transformed. I like seeing how yes. the characters have, have transformed with movies, but yeah, man, the shows are rock solid. Like there's been no, I mean, of the three, there's been no, no misses yet.
0: That's true. That's true. Okay. What about video games? What have you been playing in terms of video games recently?
2: Oh, okay, man, this is going to be bad. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I got a lot of games on my plate. Um, like I played a little bit of the new Ratchet and Clank. Okay. And um, uh, I always play my, my Rock a League. That's a weekly thing. <laughs> but uh, this is my, Actually, I, I probably talked about it last time we talked, but I've been, I've been playing Skyrim again. I've been going back to Shit. Skyrim. And, Why not? Uh, it's I've such a huge it. game. Yeah, man. And it's like since it was released, um, it's been 10 years. it be 10 years Oh, November. wow. Already. Um, the modding community around it has just been massive so what i did was i never finished skyrim back in the day like okay. i played a good chunk of it but i never i cut maybe a third of the way through it before i kind of moved on so i've gone back and i'm playing a very heavily modded skyrim like i have almost 600 mods in oh, game. Wow. so it's basically completely different right. like, visually uh visually it's like looks like a current or even next gen game yeah. now um all <laughs> kinds of new characters added all kinds of new weapons added all kinds of new quests added so sure. uh, it's been a blast like i finally after probably three or four months of modding because yep. the modding itself it's like it's like a game on its own it's like learning how, how to i don't know change stuff in the game you know, you almost feel like you're you're in control of the game you go into the world and say wouldn't it be cool if there was another town here? Well, okay, somebody's made a mod where they put a town in this place. Okay, and it would be cool if there were more dragons or
1: different dragons or or vampires.
2: So I only literally started playing the game. I stopped modding. I finally cut myself off, and I started playing the game like, Two, three days ago. <laughs> so I've, I've just started.
1: Sure.
2: Here in 2021, i just started <laughs> playing The Elder Scrolls Five: Skyrim. So that's, been, that's what I've been playing. Or, you know Modding and then playing lately. Hopefully you've been playing something a little more current.
0: Uh, not really. Okay, well, what did I just finish? Oh, I finished uh, Star Wars Squadrons because that was a free uh, mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus game. So I did that. Yeah, yeah. It's a quick little fun game. Nothing major. On the Switch, uh, What is it, uh, Mario 3D Land. It's sort of new, I oh, guess, because yeah. that just came out on the Switch. But obviously, it was available before. But I didn't realize how many goddamn levels there are in this game. Like, I finished <laughs> the game. Then you go to, like, a special kingdom. Then you go to the Mushroom Kingdom. Then you go to the Flower level. Then you go to Star. Then it, it's like there's more extra levels than there are regular levels in the game. That's just mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize yeah, that.
2: But- <laughs> Do you play your Switch a lot? Are
0: you are you on your Switch a lot? I play it more portably. That's what I usually do. Like if I'm outside, like now that it's good weather, I'll take it to the backyard. I'll sit there. I'll play a a little bit of the Switch instead. Like, oh man, sounds like a dream. (laughs) uh, I don't really. I don't remember last time I played it on the big screen. It's been at least a couple of months for sure. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, and like other than Mario, I've uh, been playing since I'm a huge wrestling fan, Retromania Wrestling on the Switch. That's like nice. an old school Super Nintendo 16-bit type of wrestling game, so perfect, nice. love that. And again, going back to PlayStation 4, I'm going through my backlog of free PlayStation Plus games, if that makes sense. Oh, like, nice. Yeah. I, unless I really wanted to play it, I played it, but if it was a game I was eventually going to play, I put it on the back burner. So yeah. I've accumulated now four years worth of free video games... Yeah. So now I'm going through and I've just been gunning, like I played Need for like here, I'll need you some of them, Need for Speed play, uh, Payback, Concrete Genie, uh, oh, Shadow of War was another good game, Vampire, Greedfall, so, you know, a little bit of a handful of decent games.
2: How is Vampire?
0: It's okay, it's it's that smooth and it, it it's one of... Okay, again, you test games, you consult, so I don't know if you use this sort of terminology, but I do in my head. It feels like you're on skates, like you're not really... Your feet aren't on the ground when you walk. Like, you know how some games just doesn't feel like that? But the story is fantastic. Other than the character not feeling... Like, I don't know. I don't feel the character through the controller, but there's so much RPG elements. The story is fantastic. There's so many ways. It's one of those games where you could go and kill everyone or do everything stealthily. So it's a little bit of everything. Like, you know what I mean? So... If you're, you know what it reminds me of dishonored a little bit
2: yeah see that's I, I almost gave it a chance because of that it looked like it would be right up my alley and i, I like games like like dishonored and um, um and speaking of dishonored like we saw that that and speaking of dishonored and vampires uh we saw that redfall game reveal the
0: d3 that's coming out from arcane studios the guys who did dishonored like it right. looks like a looks, looks like a vampire
1: version of Left for
2: Dead almost. I'm not trying to like all he showed was a cinematic, a really long said It was a really weird way to end the, the Microsoft press conference. Right. E3. Um, like this really long cinematic trailer of a game with no gameplay and no real idea of what the gameplay is. Um, I want to talk a bit about E3, but I, I just want to know, is there anything else that you've been playing lately?
0: That no, that's pretty know? much it. Let's get right into yeah. E3 because <laughs> what else is there? Yeah, other than that, like I only have PS4 and Switch, so yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah I I've, I've got the backlog too and and it's like with shows like I know I have good games to play like this is right. it I have am sitting here with like Ratchet and Clank I've played like the opening you know chapter it's awesome you know it's it's the first PS5 like exclusive triple A game looks amazing right and then so I finished the opening chapter have a good time with it and what do I do go back and play Skyrim go back and play the 10 <laughs> year old game right like, what the hell what am I even doing I don't deserve to have consoles I should just have like a uh, a laptop from 2005. Since that, <laughs> that's all I'm going to be playing. I know. But um yeah, so I mean, the, the, for me, because I am a big Bethesda fan, okay, uh, and despite Fallout seventy six being a major, I, I'm a huge Fallout fan. Like, me I too, me too. Hundreds and hundreds of hours of Fallout four and Fallout three, yep. and the first two Fallout's. Oh wow, and. Yeah, like old school, man. I go back to like the original turn-based uh, oh, like
0: uh no, overhead view
2: games. <laughs> but Fallout 76, man, I, I didn't even touch it. Like I have really? no interest. What I love about Fallout is a, a universe that I can explore as like the lone wanderer, yes. or the lone survivor or whatever. I don't want other people screwing around, fucking around with my stuff. I don't want to team up with people. I don't want to socialize, man. I'm like video games be anti-social. I don't want to be socializing my video I games. I hear you. Don't make me don't make go to the wasteland and fight, you know, Death Claws with other people. So <laughs> I've never looked at Fallout 76, but Starfield has been like obviously right on my radar because yep. they can do kind of a, you know, Elder Scrolls in Space, you know, the, the cool sci fi game.
1: Yep. That's
2: right up my alley. So we finally saw a tiny bit of Starfield yep. and got the, um, the, the release date next year. The release date's actually the same release date as Skyrim 11 years later. Wow. But I would be kind of surprised if they hit that. I don't know, 20, you know, November 2022 seems a little ambitious maybe for a game that big but we'll see who knows they have been working on it for years so we'll see um what were your big takeaways out of the stuff that was announced e3 like what what are you what Ooh. got you excited or were there any surprises
0: well there's a, well yeah there's a couple surprise well first off i'm not a huge xbox aficionado tell you the truth i've never no sorry i've played one xbox game in my life <gasps> i've never owned an xbox obviously console so wow. anything xbox related i saw the clips i I saw what was coming out for Xbox, obviously, and I'm so jealous that Bethesda is no longer going to be available on oh, PlayStation. Yeah, man. Like, you know what I mean? So that's going to hurt a lot. But I could always go back that, and play Fallout Three. Swing you
2: over, like, like a year from now. Um,
0: Do you know what you know it, know it what is? They... It's because I didn't even want to get the Switch. To tell you the truth, I'm one of those. One console is enough for me. I'm good. It's not because I'm just a Sony fanboy. No, no, I don't care. I grew up on Sony, like you know what I mean. Well, not I shouldn't say grew up because I was already old when it came out, but it was my <laughs> it was my transition console from the Nintendo era, so to speak. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So ever since I'm used to the controller, I'm used to everything, the format, it's just my it's sort of like how people are with iPhones versus Androids. You know what I mean? Once you cling on to one, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's better, it's just that's what you're used to, right? So yeah. uh, the only reason I got the Switch was because of COVID. So we were locked down. It was something for me and the wife to play together. You know, party nights, whatever, just us. And you could play online, so it was perfect. But if it wasn't for that, I would never have gotten the Switch. So that's why I'm okay. just a Sony person. So it's not that you're going to sway me. It's just now I got to make the decision: am I going to get a PS5 or one of the Xbox Series? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, so man. that's because yeah. I don't want. I don't want both. That's the thing.
2: That is a super tough call because
0: right. See, so
2: PS5, like Sony in general, has the like the killer killer exclusive franchises like uh, god of war and yes. last of us and um horizon
0: zero dawn or, or horizon so many west yeah um spider-man it's another um, ratchet and Uncharted. clank ratchet and
2: clank yeah like they've got so many amazing franchises that you can only play on sony yeah. but um the thing about the xbox that i think microsoft i think microsoft is a little worried and struggling a little, but the, but the thing they are doing so well is, is game pass. This Game pass That's is what I
0: keep hearing.
2: It's, it's a best it. friggin' deal in games now. Like you, right. you don't even have to buy the next, you don't have to buy Starfield. You I don't know. have to buy Redfall. You just get game pass and you get these games day one.
0: I know. Like, as part of your, your subscription. So, I oh know.
2: man, it's killer. I actually did this, this thing, um, uh, some weird deal my buddy put me on to. If you, uh, like if you, buy a certain amount of uh game pass subscription and then you do some kind of trick where you can convert it to the ultimate anyway basically i bought three years where the game pass
0: oh my god like
2: a quarter of the price that it would cost um you know normally so i'm kind of locked into game pass for that till
0: 2023
2: oh shit i guess it's a a good thing that they're coming out with all these games i'm going to want to play
0: oh my god yeah but Going back to your original question, what are some of the standouts? You you brought it up, God of War Two being delayed. That just broke my heart. And mm-hmm. is, is that going to be a PS5 exclusive? Do you know anything about no, that? Yeah, I think
2: that and Horizon are both PS4 and PS5. Okay. Oh,
0: thank God. And Horizon, yeah, even better, because that's one of my favorites as well. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Uh, what's yeah? A- I'm
2: a little. I'm a little choked about that. Like, I understand. Okay. They gotta like you've got like you have got 1000000s and hundreds of millions, or maybe of, of installed PS4s that you want these people to be able to play the game. But I want to see what these teams could do focusing solely on the PS5 hardware in those games. Cause those are two of the best win game games, period. Like uh, of the last generation God of war and, and horizon zero dawn. Yes. So, to, so to see what uh, Sony Santa Monica and, and Guerrilla could do f- focusing only on the PS5 hardware, I think would be amazing. Like the games are going to look great on PS5. They're going to you know run yeah. smoother and have a few of more bells and whistles And and I would not want anybody to be left out of playing those games. Um, You know, like I'm glad it's appealing to the PS4, but at the same time, I kind of wish in the back of my mind that that these were going to be PS5 exclusives because it would be I just it'd be mind blowing. Like looking at what Ratchet and Clank looks like, it'd be (laughs) mind blowing to see what these teams could do um, just with the PS5 hardware. But anyway, yes, those.
0: See, but uh, the way I look Nokia at it 14. too, though, I compare it, and even though I shouldn't, but because it comes out almost yearly, is like the iPhones. You could still run games on different versions of iPhones. It might not run as smoothly, like you said, or whatever, but yeah, yeah, it still yeah. chugs along to the point where you see in the description and no longer supports whatever, whatever, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't mind that in video games, to tell you the truth, because then... It makes the person who wants like that eye-popping 4K, no buffering, instant load time, like that could be your selling point. You don't want to wait or have load screens? Get the PS5. You don't mind waiting? It's sort of like the free version versus the premium version. You you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. So I don't mind it too much, but I see where you're coming from as well, of course.
2: But that's just it. uh, These guys can can make a great-looking game on the PS4, which they can because, again, God of War, Horizon, like amazing-looking games on the PS4, which is now like a... But a six, seven-year-old piece of hardware? Like right? It still blows Time my mind flies. that these games look so good. Yeah. If the, so if they can make great-looking games on hardware and then also offer, like what you're saying, some extra features, bells and whistles for the, the next-gen uh, players, that's fine. That's that's good. That's good enough. Like, Because, oh, uh, again, these games are going to look amazing anyway. And, yeah, if they run in 4K, 60 frames per second on the PS5, awesome for PS5 owners. And if, and if they don't um, on the PS4, still you get to play it. Yeah
0: perfect okay so you know what let's make this easy let's run down like pretty much our top five likes of e3 to me or else we're going to be talking all night about every single (laughs) because i'm like i want to go into this i'm like my mind's gonna go everywhere so okay so we talked about how about okay i'll go into this is oddly enough i'm not a fan of this series but when i saw this i was like oh my god i actually want to play for the first time rainbow six extraction Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never got into the. Ra- I'm not into those sniper lay low type series. I'm not in- like you. I'm not into co op team stuff. Like I just yeah, want to yeah, play yeah. by myself. Like even when I tried getting into Call of Duty, I always played a single player. I didn't even touch the multiplayer, which is blasphemous in itself. But like, you know what <laughs> I, know, I mean? Right? I'm the same way. I okay. Don't. See. So, but <laughs> you this, can't admit it, I'm like, if I could find two buddies I could play with, oh my god, I'm gonna love this fucking game. It has everything I want. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah man I, I actually played the like, at e3 many years ago played rainbow six siege for the first time loved it um same thing actually a totally different unrelated game it's same with the sea of thieves i played that at e3 for the first oh, time okay with other people and loved it but i just don't have a group of like f- like four or five friends um who are into those kind of games and especially the game like like rainbow six you've got to like it's at the point now where you got to be good yeah um or you're going to just gonna walk in and get slaughtered and get yelled at by teammates. There's so many, so exactly. many. Games. It's not exclusive for Rainbow Six. So many games are like that that yep. have been out for a while where you, if you're not getting in on the ground floor, you're coming to the game like a year or two or three late. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, unless the matchmaking is really good and really tuned to to setting up newcomers versus newcomers, you're going to get slaughtered and you're going to get yelled at. And I don't. That's not fun. So yeah. I. Uh, I mean, I love the Rainbow Six games back from like the original, the original mm-hmm. game rainbow six when wow. you were plotting out you know infiltrations and you had like a map and you had to like path your guys Shit. through this map yeah, yeah. and the whole franchise has changed so much but yeah that's that's cool i didn't really think about uh, uh extraction being
0: up there well that was one of the first games well again I, I didn't really watch everything in order but that was one of the first like previews or first i guess what it not keynote speaks but what do you call these things like because it's, like, you know what I mean? Because it was it directs? Yeah, Is it, like, conferences? They used to call them
2: press conferences. Once upon a right? time, they were press conferences. Like, you, you went to the, the Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo press conferences, even though they were, like, you know, in auditoriums and full of
0: right. you know,
2: press and enthusiasts and stuff. And then over the years, yeah, the, they've changed from, like, I've I've been going to E3 for many, many years now. (laughs) Back in like the PS3 days, like the Sony press conference, they would show sales figures during that. They would have like a twenty-minute segment showing freaking PowerPoint on how well the PS3 is selling or how well the PS2 is selling, and like. And then one year they they actually they they worked the, the the figures into a a little big planet level, which is okay. really clever. So it was like gameplay showing the, but now you never see that stuff. Now you never see graphs and pie charts and these things. It's like all gameplay all the time. So I'm not, yeah, they're, I, yeah, I don't, <laughs> Nintendo, yeah, the Nintendo directs, and then the, what, what are the other things called? I don't know. Press conferences, yeah, who uh, knows? Showcases, whatever.
0: So yeah, so maybe that's why I liked it so much because it was something new that I've seen for the first, and it gave me that chills of actually almost feeling like you're at E3, but you weren't, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's probably why it stood out so much. Uh, another one that came out of left field. I don't want to see more because that's my biggest complaint about this E3: not too much game footage, and when there was game footage, mm-hmm. I think they showed way too much. Like, it was either a lot or nothing. Like, there was no, like, yeah. maybe with Breath of the Wild 2, that was just enough to sink you in. But then you had something like Gardens of the Galaxy that almost showed a whole level. Like, I'm like, okay, now you really want me to play this, and now it's turning <laughs> into wanting till you're pissing me off. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I found about this year's most of the press conferences. But uh, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo, this came out of nowhere for me. I never knew they were even making but something I, I like didn't this. didn't see that. Oh, you we, didn't we see this? That. I didn't see it, no. Oh, see, there you go. You missed that one. But th- that's the other thing. There was a lot of those snuck in. Like, you know, if they weren't like yeah. the headlining or if they weren't belonging to a studio or a publisher, you wouldn't have known they dropped a trailer during E3 unless you searched for it. So wait
2: a minute, wait a minute. They're doing a video game based on Hitchcock's Vertigo. Yes, this is literally, literally news to me, and I can't wait to learn more about it because that sounds fascinating.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mentioned let's talk about it too. Gardens of the Galaxy. This one came out of nowhere for me. I again, I'm not one who follows the industry sort to the tee. Yeah, but to me, this looks. Oh my god, this looks fantastic.
2: This looks like it looks like what they were trying to do with Avengers, and and ah, maybe this will good be more call. successful. You know, because yeah. this is is going to be more single player focus like avengers had obviously the single player campaign but it was also very much kind of like that destiny model where you could play single player but then also there was like a you know shared worlds and, and and co-op and stuff like that so yeah i i didn't hear anything about this game until it was announced v3 i had no idea it was coming out and as big as the guardians movies are they're still not kind of the same level of franchise as the avengers so it's a right. really interesting really interesting idea um, but man, yeah, they can do it. That would be, um, yeah, again. Hopefully, it would be kind of do what Avengers tried to do and didn't quite manage to do.
0: That's what I think they're trying to, and I like it how it's central around uh, what's his name. I always forget his name because I was, uh, was Star Lord, Star Fox,
2: Star Lord, yeah, Star Lord. <laughs>
0: whatever same thing star fox star i'm thinking of super <laughs> nintendo now <laughs> but i like how it's just him and how you sort of command like almost like they're your minions and you know and then they're yeah. branching storylines you can make decisions throughout and stuff like that i love what video yeah. games give you the more options the better to me i find yeah no
2: it's uh it's it's again that's that's what i like about e3 so much leaks ahead of time now like even the starfield trailer leaks before before the mm. announcement um and, and I'm kind of because I'm a little bit out of the picture now. I don't I don't work in the like the, the press side covering E3 anymore, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not as in tune with stuff. So yeah, when when things come out of E3 that are an actual surprise, like Guardians of the Galaxy was, because I hadn't heard a thing about it. I love that. Like that, that's something I, I really like to see more of E3, in E3, and not just trailers or games we already knew about, or right. trailers or games that were leaked like the day earlier or whatever. I like, I like a good surprise. It's just so much harder to pull off because there's so many moving parts in putting these press conferences, showcases, directs, whatever together, that it's hard to contain leaks. Like, you know, if you have a brand new AAA franchise you're announcing and you're putting it into a big showcase at E3, well, people are going to put eyes on that before the public does. And if any one of them decides to talk, then your your surprises is gone. Like Ubisoft has run into that so many times. Right. They've had so many surprises leaked before
0: E3. Yeah, I know. And speaking of Ubisoft, and okay, I'm just running off mine. I don't even ask yours. So okay, I'll do these this last one. And then you could run off a few off your own. Far Cry Six, obviously, but the DLC with all the returning villains coming back.
2: Yeah, so that's a wild idea. Although I don't honestly give a shit about. Uh, joseph seed was that his name the, the guy, i don't know I, I know it's
0: joseph i don't remember his last name
2: yeah like i love uh vas oh he's and, the best one of course yeah he's classic michael mando he's
0: yep such a dude
2: and uh pagan min was really cool in far cry
0: 4 yeah far
2: cry 5 uh yeah i got sick of that that freaking cult by the end of the end of that game was so stupid
0: yeah so did you finish that game i did to me it's my it's the worst far cry of all i didn't like it Evolved, well mind you I didn't play the first two I started at three But my top two is I guess it would be three And believe it or not The one where They go back in time Which one was that? Um, uh,
2: like one of the, the Sort of
0: the Kind of, ca- of DLC spinoff No ones? it was uh, its own game it was, Oh
2: Far Cry Primal Primal
0: I loved it for, yeah. Everyone shitted on that game But I loved it I don't know what it was about it I don't yeah. know I just loved it so much like I loved exploring man. Maybe that's what it does I have a little caveman in me But yeah no, Those are my two favorites Three and Primal yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Far Cry 6 looks really promising. Um, it does. And uh, uh, I love they're doing kind of like a Cuba type country and, and yes. Giancarlo Esposito. Like he's, you know, he's also the man. It's cool. They get these really awesome actors right? and it's cool that now video games in general and kind of the, you know, Ubisoft and Far Cry franchise in particular are big enough. They can draw somebody like him, you know, like a, uh, I think he's one of he's, I don't know He's a, like an amazing actor to have him play a character is, is, is super cool.
0: No, for sure. Okay, what are some of your favorites? How about that? Before I reveal my top two, um, how about that?
2: You know, like again, I was I was watching for Starfield. I was hoping there would be an Elder School 6 something, um, but mm-hmm. I wasn't really banking on it because uh, I know Starfield's the next game coming out of Bethesda, and that's going to be the one that they're uh, um, really keyed in on. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, Breath of the Wild, too. Man, I love Breath of the Wild. Uh, played it through twice. I don't do, I don't have time to do that much anymore. So uh, playing that through twice is a big deal. And um, um, it looks like one of those games where they've taken all the good stuff of the first game, like the open world and the mechanics and added new things. Like, I don't know where, I don't know where Link's fallen from way up in the sky, but like this new gliding, flying uh, from way up mechanic, like being able to kind of Melt through stone and stuff. Like just give me give I just give me more Breath of the Wild. Give me Breath of the Wild 2 that is literally just more of the same. And I would be super happy. So if they're gonna add anything to it that's cool and new, uh, that's awesome.
0: Oh no. Um, so we can't be friends anymore. I, you are not gonna <gasps> like this at all. I can't stand Breath of the Wild. Did I've you got play it? on rant Did you try it. I owned it. I I was gonna try and finish it, but I have to admit now I have finally given up. I've put in about twelve hours, which is just scratching the surface. Uh, but I
2: mean, that's enough. That's enough to know whether or not you like it, right? Think. And like there's a lot of stuff that opens up
0: later on. And again, I've still. explained it on previous episodes. People have been giving me grief, and I'll say it quickly to you: I understand. Yeah. I'm in the minority. I know it's one of the greatest games of all time. I appreciate for what it is, but for some odd reason, I just don't friggin' click with it. I I, I want huh. to so badly, but I can't
2: did you like uh did you like horizon zero dawn did
0: you play oh that? i loved it that's one of my favorite ps4 yeah. games
2: yeah it's funny because those came out at almost the exact same time and oh, they were both games okay yeah where you're exploring open world with a character of the bow and arrow and kind of stuff and i felt like like i loved breath of the wild but i feel like i loved it a little bit less because i played it right after horizon zero dawn uh, and okay, okay. you know horizon is kind of like a, like a Again, they're not similar games, but they are both big open world
0: yeah, games. Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from, and, most definitely. You know, a lot
2: of cool weapons and, and, and bow play, and, and Horizon was so good, so good. Yes, it. took it. a little bit out of Zelda, but Zelda's got that weird, I mean, you like it or you don't like it, it's got that weird kind of Nintendo
0: magic. It's like Metal Gear, like the Metal Gear series. It's either you're all in or you don't want to ever pick it up.
2: <laughs> That's very true, too, yeah, yeah. Metal Gear, because it's so friggin' weird, because yeah. Kojima is such a fucking weirdo. <laughs>
0: God bless him. He's
2: like, he's like doing a director's cut of Death Stranding now, or something. Like, dude, oh, that game God. just came out like a year or two ago, didn't it? Or maybe a oh, pandemic year. The pandemic year. I know. Year, I keep on thinking things came out a year ago, but I'm like, you got to add a year yep. because we lost this year. It's just kind of like sitting at home, and it feels like it just—I don't know where it went. So it's like. Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, about a year and a half ago, I was doing this. Oh, wait, no, that was two and a half years
0: ago. <laughs> it was right? Before, it was before all this. No good. All right. So, keep uh, going. What else was on your plate um, that you liked?
2: Elden Ring. Elden Ring looks like that was a, a big showstopper. The trailer for Elden Ring looks looks amazing. It's like uh, uh, from software by way of George R.R. R. Martin, big kind of bloodborne or Dark Soulsy fantasy world. Right. I'm a little bit done with the Souls souls born format like sure. i don't need a game that's just gonna punish me
0: <laughs> I know. every
2: goddamn step oh. so i'm hoping it's gonna be a little more in the vein of something like 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 what i would love to see is something like skyrim done with these kind of visuals you know like mm-hmm. a, a really good fighting system it's not gonna be that i'm sure it's gonna be a little more action focused but um, i don't want it to be like i hope it's a good action rpg and not just mm-hmm. like a souls born game where you're gonna get like killed 30 times on the first bossy fight right I, i'm kind of over that formula to be honest but anyway it looked it looked amazing the visuals look freaking amazing and um i don't know man breath of the wild 2 i, I mean that was before e3 that was the state of play mm-hmm. but um or not sorry not breath of the wild 2 horizon 2 oh horizon 2 that's right <laughs> that other game with the bow and arrow character um yeah man i'm, I'm with you i loved horizon zero dawn actually when i wrote my review of horizon zero dawn Mm -hmm. i sick this is my my little bragging point i successfully guessed the name of the sequel like in my review um i think you probably find it online in my review i talk about you know how good the game was and hopefully there'll be a sequel and i said Mm -hmm. horizon forbidden west maybe because there's a maybe maybe i told you this story before but there's a, a little corner of the world where you find a book that talks about the west coast of the world mm. um and what's happened out there right. and and they refer to it as the forbidden west mm-hmm. and when i read that book it's a little like it's like a little collectible you pick up when i read it in the game i'm like oh shit man that would be a perfect setting for oh, the next game but like, go yes. go to like the, the west and hold new landscapes and new monsters so i said yeah, yeah maybe the next one will be horizon forbidden west and what do you know <laughs> <It
0: is>. someone <laughs> read your article like four, <laughs> four
2: or five years ago but yeah so that I'm super stoked for that because I just want more more Aloy and uh, again give me the same game and I'd be happy but give me the, the game with new mechanics like underwater
0: oh, combat oh that would be and, cool so, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: like that's all in it and the, some kind of gliding mechanic um, yeah so those are that, that's, that's only four I had I had more of my surprises from E3 were things like, that weren't there like the almost complete lack of Halo really oh. surprised me I, I know you're not an Xbox guy but I mean Halo's been in kind of some state of trouble or, or uncertainty. Right. And they, the reveal last year when it kind of looked bad and Mm. and everybody shat on it. And then Microsoft said, we're, we're gonna, um, you know, three, four, three is, is kind of rebuilding it, but I don't know, man. Like I thought Halo would be their big, the big, um, finale for their their showcase right and instead it was this Redfall game that nobody had heard of and mm-hmm. uh halo got had like you know like five minutes in the middle of the, right. of the presentation so i don't know what's happening with halo um i hope it turns out i hope it i hope, it, I hope it's okay <laughs> like, Are you okay oh, i hope you're okay <laughs> um yeah and, and stuff like i can't remember now did did ubisoft <laughs> talk about beyond good and evil
0: 2 at all i don't think so they were mostly talking about more uh valhalla they were going to support this for the first time into the second right. year so that was a big thing of theirs and i can't even and there was a lot of far cry for ub as well and yeah. i think that's it really that's another those game the that, big one. yeah
2: beyond good and evil beyond good and evil was an amazing game like it's a, that's like og xbox generation or and like ps2 but um the stuff they've been showing over the last few years, which kind of lead, kind of went quiet a year or two ago, looked really amazing for Beyond Good and Evil 2. Mm. But the game is so ambitious. I said even at the time, this is like a PS5 or whatever the next Xbox is going to be. That's this is a game that's going to be next gen exclusive. There's no freaking way they can meet this kind of ambition on on the current gen hardware. They're talking about like having planetary systems where you can zoom from like the edge of the solar system down to like a okay. single rock on any planet. That's like, crazy. You know, Get out of here. You know, without any kind of break. So it's like. Yeah, they wow. they're going to need better hardware for this. I don't know where it went, though. I like, think the guy who was Michel Ancel, I think he quit and he's doing something else. I don't, I don't know. know. Who knows, man? Ubisoft. Lot of, <laughs> Ubisoft's in a constant state of change, shall <laughs> we say. So who knows what's ever going on over
0: there. Yeah, no kidding. I'm trying to think what else was there. Oh, there was a Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. That looks promising oh, if yeah, you're yeah, a Borderlands the, fan, which I am. Yeah, so yeah. I look forward to Outer Worlds too. even though they didn't show. And, Oh! But you know what? How did I overlook yeah. I loved the presentation and how they made fun of themselves for doing what that they were was doing.
2: So well done. Right. It's like it's it's probably too early for them to have any solid footage. Exactly. So they just made fun of of everybody who puts out a game trailer trailer without footage. And yeah, that was I was on watching this trailer. I'm like, Oh man, these this, these guys are shitting all over their 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 peers <laughs> they're shit all over the industry of this trailer what game is this <laughs> Outer Worlds 2 like oh fuck yeah not only is it awesome there's going to be in Outer Worlds 2 because I loved Outer Worlds I loved Me too City, and I loved, loved their RPGs and so, and I love the first game yeah so that not only was it exciting that there's going to be another one but yeah that that trailer was hilarious
0: okay now I got to know who was your favorite companion in Outer Worlds
2: uh, uh, Parvati. Yeah, that's me family. too. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I was the same. Because
2: I, I am, I love, and I'm in love with uh, Ashley Birch, who voices both uh, Aloy in Horizon. And, actually, speaking
0: oddly enough, people should go check out her book that's Row with her brother that's available on Boss Fight Books. about right? Meta. Yeah, they're yeah. solid. Great, yeah. great read. I actually, read yeah. it the other day. Fantastic.
2: Yeah, and then watch um, uh, Mythic Quest on Apple TV. She, yes, she plays the yeah the tester, in that she's I, lo- I love her. She's great. She's she's a uh, um, she, I mean, she's a great voice talent, but she's just great, you know, talent in general with uh, the writing and uh, and all the stuff she's done. Anyway, yeah, so she she actually, I, I would I would have loved, uh, you know, it is it is a I am mean, only saying her name wrong? Because I feel really bad. I'm going to Google this as we speak. Is it Parvati? Is that the character's name?
0: Parvati pa- pa- or Pavardi? Pa- 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 oh man! It almost sounds like an Italian deli. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, outer worlds. Oh, but uh, yeah, yeah, there's just... Oh, what's another one? While well, you Google that, so there's not that... Uh, Parvati, yeah, Parvati. Parvati. Okay. She's my favorite. Parvati. There you go. How about... She, um, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, like, she was a really cool character, um, because she was, like,
2: complex, and she was um, in love with the the captain, the admiral, whatever, on the station, but, but she was asexual, which is a really yes. unusual thing to see portrayed in a video game. Right. Cool to see, like um you know asexual uh, characters in video games so it was really i just you know everything about her i loved and yes. every mission i went on it was gonna be her and somebody else That like, yeah, oh, was who's the same gonna, way. Be, who's gonna be my number two yeah
0: it was the exact same way for me uh how about this one they finally showed off some footage of the avatar game
2: <laughs> funny story about the avatar game oh uh, this is not ubisoft's first avatar game i don't know if anybody remembers ubisoft's first avatar game i yeah. was doing uh, work for um, official Xbox magazine years, okay. years ago and went down to Montreal. So they could show me avatar. Um, it came out, it was, it was bad. It was a bad game. It came out, but they was, it was cool at the time because they were working closely with James Cameron's studio and they showed me how they had this secure server that was connected to Cameron's stuff uh, that had all the assets from the movie stored on it. And they would like have to transfer like encrypted batches of assets from the movie Ubisoft Montreal so, mm-hmm. so they could work on the game And the game just tanked Because it was bad It was not a good game
1: right, right. So it's
2: really interesting To see them going back to Avatar But it makes sense Because the movies are coming out um, right. Beginning next year I guess Then the the, the sequels will I begin I think so How
0: many yeah. did it say Just coming out Like four or six or so? I don't Three or, remember, or
2: three or man. four It's yeah. crazy what yeah. they're Going to do with it I think, they're, I think they shot three At once maybe I don't know
0: That's Maybe they're going to do The same thing like The Matrix did right
2: Yeah Yeah maybe
0: It I worked mean, for them apparently uh, what else? Metroid Dread. We don't even talk about Metroid. You're not a fan? What? Uh, oh, no. That's good. Like, it's cool to see
2: another 2D Metroid game. That's why. Metroid Prime sequel. Like a... like a It was Prime, right? Metroid Prime was the 3D kind of yes. shooter version. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not what Metroid is. Metroid is born of the 2D platform. Of course. Right? It, it, it is the Metroid. And, and the Metroid... Like, Metroid is its own classification of the game, right? Yep. But yeah, I'm, I'm. I was never a huge Metroid fan, so I, I, I looked at that and I thought, "Oh, that's cool." i I'm like, my, "My buddy Dan's gonna be really happy about that." But that's uh, it doesn't ignite me. But I'm happy for the people who are excited for a Metroid
0: Metroid trend. Well, so many people have been ripping off the formula, so now it's Metroid's time to step up and be like, "Oh yeah, we're the originators. We'll show you yeah. what's, how it's done." Right. Let's see.
2: Maybe they can change the formula. Maybe they will change oh. the formula to a way that, like, you know, it'll be the new Metroid formula that everybody will rip off for the next 25 years.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Okay, before we get into the worst story of the week, we didn't even touch on this, too. A whole new console is coming out. Friend of the show as well, former guest Tommy Tellerico with Intellivision Amico. Oh, yes.
2: Um, I know this is going to be lost on people who listen to the podcast, but hold on one second.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> Don't tell me you got one already. But Tommy hooked it, you no, up? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no,
2: I got my. Old school television. This is like a small, Shit.
0: okay, my wow,
2: large collection of in- IntelliVision cartridges.
0: Yeah, so and and in the original oh, box too. Impressive.
2: Oh yeah, man, these are all yeah, little triple action, little night Stalker. So I got, I got like probably like twenty five uh, IntelliVision games and oh, a wow. mint condition television console too. There you go. to play them on. So yeah, I'm a little, like, I'm really attached to the IntelliVision game. that was those were my. Absolute formative years of video games. Like my buddy down the street, whose dad was a doctor, they were really rich, and we didn't have that. We didn't have as much money, <laughs> and he had an Intellivision and his dad would buy every single, like literally every game that came out. Sure. Um, they had the entire collection, so I spent so much time on the beanbag chairs, my buddies yeah. <laughs> playing in television. I have a real like emotional connection to television, so. You know, I, I like Tommy, and it's cool to see what he's doing with the brand. Right. But to me, like these, like television and the, the Atari kind of um, console that's coming out, it's not the same. I mean, it's it's, it's the name and maybe some aspects of it, but like I'm not, I'm not jazzed about it. I can't see myself diving into the, the new Intellivision. television. Um, what about you? You jazz for it?
0: I I want to be, but unfortunately the Wii took me out of all of that stuff like if I never touched the Wii and if for the new generation who never played the Wii I say get this because I had the most fun when it first came out a
2: lot
0: of of I took too much I OD'd on the Wii (laughs) you know what I mean it's like I uh, and it's geared towards coach co-op so if you're looking for that fantastic and there's so many cool features that it's bringing like you know like just thinking out of the box that one feature that just blew my mind was you bring your controller to another friend's house that has also the Miko. you connect it and you could start playing the games that you own on your yeah. console to me, that's just friggin' cool. Like, and obviously the price yeah. point—it's nice and cheap. Like, you know what I mean. So it's affordable for everyone, and the yeah. games are cheap. And there's a certain—it's and, and Tommy already promised it's not going to be like we were just going to be pumping all third-party games that fucking suck shit. And you know, as much as anyone, you used to review those on reviews on the run, right?
2: Oh, we had to review a few of those, yeah.
0: Right. So you know, with that promise and with Tommy's stamp of approval on it, it's sort of making me want to. Am I going to get a day one? Probably not, but will I eventually? I think so.
2: I, I will watch it with interest for sure, because again, in television as a name, that means a lot to me. And um, you know, Tommy's had built some really smart stuff. Um, exactly. He's a smart guy. So if he, if he thinks this is good and he, if he's behind it, there's definitely going to be some merit to it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I guess a part of me also just feels a little kind of, I don't know, a little, I, I don't love the idea of, of, of memes like Atari and in television being, um, together put on these machines that don't really have the same DNA as the originals. Like I know mm. the
0: Atari console is going to have, or I can't remember it came out already, It is or does have, have the uh,
2: um, like the, the, the old iconic joystick with the single button on it. Like that's going to be kind of part of the, the design oh, or the, okay. whatever. But yeah, I mean, to me, this is like, this, this is, this is intelligence. This is all the intelligence I need, baby. I got my intelligence hooked up to my Sony 32 inch <laughs> CRT. That's awesome. And uh, that's all the intelligence. I was trying to play one of the, the old games on it, like a sea battle, just like a, okay. like a, like a warship side game. Okay. I'm like, why is there not one player mode? Like it's only two players. I'm like, oh yeah, like these card, like they didn't have AI program. They couldn't program an AI to do all these complicated like warship strategy maneuvers. So it's only two players. And um, you kind of forget. How things started back then right. And how much simpler they were Yeah,
0: Not kidding, how time has changed you know, like, These kids have no idea, they're complaining about These kids, these days they, they don't know, complain all you want about Cyberpunk We wish we had a game that good that crashed <laughs> right. Back in the day <laughs> Back in the day <laughs> oh, shit. So, thumbs up or thumbs down For this year's E3s uh, Probably
2: thumbs sideways It's, it's kind yeah, of I'm weird it, yeah. it was um, this weird kind of Half E3 only online. Um, now, like I said before, next year is going to be really interesting to see if they go back to the full on tens of thousands of bodies in the LACC format. Um, I think E3 as we knew it is kind of done because.
0: That's what everyone's saying. Even
2: before, yeah, even before pandemic, um, uh, Microsoft was splitting off and doing their own thing. Yep. EA was splitting off and doing their own thing. That's right. Sony, Sony obviously. did not appear yep. at the last couple E3s. Yep. So. I just feel like the big companies. A lot of the companies are just saying we would like to do our own events, our own time, control the message a little more. Um, I think there will be a place for kind of an event like E3, mm-hmm. but I can see it being like just kind of like you know Jeff Keeley taking it over and making it kind of a, a cool game showcase um, open to the
0: public. Yeah, see, you're the second person who said that, that, that I've heard, yeah. literally in this week alone, that, yeah, it's going to be, like, because they're talking about the whole, I don't know what, the, the Summer Fest or whatever he's putting on this year, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're saying that that could, more, or even the, the video game awards, because you know how many trailers are always shown on there yeah. too, so that could be a platform as well, but no, I enjoy how every, every big publisher, every big console, every big whoever, has their own sort of direct every month or every two months, to me that's fantastic, yeah. I love that. Like, why, why have a showcase where they're all there sort of having a pissing contest? I don't want to see that. Like, I just want the best games out of everyone, and that's it.
2: Yeah, and and it's it's expensive. It's expensive in, in just in terms of not only the expense of having a presence at E3, because it costs millions of dollars to to rent out these, you know, hangar-sized booths and, and build up these, like, small cities inside the convention center. Right. <laughs> um, but then it also costs like, so much manpower to... To get demos ready for E3, like they've got to build what they call a, a vertical slice of the game that kind of shows, right. you know, all the systems working together, just in a, in a very narrow focus, just a small Ooh. part of the game. But I mean, you got like development teams who are just not at the point where they can, like, their game is not what they bring to E3 is not the game organically progressed to that point. It's something they spent fucking months. <laughs> you know, crunching on, put together to show for a week to people. And I would just rather like say, you know, why don't you guys just work on the game? Don't work on E3 demos, work on the game, go home to your families at a reasonable hour, you know, <laughs> don't spend so much time working on these, these demos. So yeah, E3 makes a little less sense now, um, at least as a, as a, as a physical event, because we can watch it online is, you know, we see everything. It, yep. There's, there's, you know, you don't have to be there to see it all. Um, so yeah, it's going to be kind of fascinating to see what E3 becomes next year when it's been gone for, for two years and, um, and to see if there's still an appetite for it, see if it's going to transform to something new, Mm -hmm. see if it'll be more or less the same as before. I don't know. We'll we'll see.
0: Yeah. Only time will tell as they say. You ready for the worst story of the week?
2: Hit me, baby. I'm ready.
0: All right. So... I tried to find, like I told you, find something about video games, but I really couldn't. So I found something AI, robotish. So again, you know, technology, sort of there. So this week's story comes from the land of the rising sun, Japan. How fitting. Again, video games, right? So as many people know, sometimes the best inventions are accidentally made, right? Like, for example, the one that pops into my head all the time, I don't know why, not that I use it, but maybe in the future I will, is Viagra. Like, everyone knows it wasn't supposed to be what it was meant to be. Like, you know what I mean? It just so happened it was a side effect to something, and now they use it as they use it, right? Is, is there any other things that you could think of, actually, off the top of your head that was, like, invented I, I, for a specific reason but then became something else?
2: Oh, um, shoot. The one I was going to think of is not quite the same as what you're saying is, is I don't know why, because we learned about this school, vulcanized rubber. Like, they were okay. messing around with rubber compounds and, and a bunch of sulfur got they got accidentally poured into rubber, and they found it made the rubber wing more stable and durable or something. So anyway, vulcanized rubber came out of an accident with sulfur getting into a mixture
0: rubber. No, that's, that's exactly what same, I'm talking that's, about. That,
2: that's more like an accidental discovery than something meant for something else, meant for something being used. Yeah, really
0: but else. it's sort of so, in the same vein. It wasn't the what the person meant out to do that. They didn't happen. It was a side yeah. effect of something, right? So, Yeah,
2: So, but I'm, I'm, I don't know where we're
0: going with this now. Okay, so <laughs> there was an AI that was originally created that had nothing to do with medicine, and inadvertently, inadvertently, sorry, made a great contribution to global health. If you had to get... Well, this is too hard. I I shouldn't say if you had to guess, because this is too old. So I'll just tell you the whole story. How about that? So there was an AI system that was developed in 2013 to identify... This is so weird. This is why it's a weird story. To identify different pastries and breads from each other for bakeries. Oh, okay. So someone created this so the system makes the bakery checkout process more hygienic and helps cut down on staff and training costs apparently now i'll ask you this question if you'd have to guess how much do you think this robot costs
2: oh man this this bakery this bakery robot that checks was it like checks
0: it, it checks bread, <laughs> like it checks, the, like it literally, it marks it and like you know what I mean. So it packages it, marks it properly, so there's no like literal human error, and it's hygienic oh, because okay. now you don't have hair falling right, into right. it, like you know what I mean. Okay,
2: not being, yeah, okay. Oh, I don't know. Tell me how much does it cost?
0: Two hundred thousand dollars.
2: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> so what? A- how much? Okay, now I gotta know how how much does bakers make in Japan? Because if it's like you know what I mean. To spend two hundred thousand dollars on a robot?
2: You got a big population. I guess if you uh, you're pumping out the bread uh, like like crazy. I okay, guess okay, but now you have you've piqued my interest. What is so? What's the medical application for
0: the okay, robot? Okay, so yeah, so into? I already told you the medical. So apparently, bread product looks a lot like. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Cancer cells under a microscope. Oh, wild. Right. So, so engineers and doctors made the necessary adjustments, and now this AI can identify cancer at a ninety-nine percent accuracy. Oh my god! <laughs> That's Go <cool>. figure. <laughs> Go figure.
2: I love stuff like that. I love those kind of stories where people <laughs> take like liquid like take something that was designed for something else and make it into something you know have have another purpose. I love it.
0: That's crazy That's though. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's so cool. I
2: love Japan. By the way, I've been to Japan. A few times okay. and I'm dying to go back. I was planning to actually go back uh, last year after the Olympics that were supposed to be held last year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and now I'm, I'm not going anywhere this year. So maybe 2022 will be my, my next trip to Japan. But uh, uh, yeah, just Japan. Uh, I love the, 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 innovation in that country, man, that the, this, this weird mix of ancient, ancient culture right. and modern technology and just, bizarre shit that blows your mind it's the perfect place
0: yeah i'm the same way and trust me i'm this exact same way so steve plug your stuff where people can find you anything you want to promote floors oh, all yours baby, i got
2: nothing to plug now <laughs> all, my, all my work is being done behind the scenes behind the scenes yeah I, my name is not on the work i do these days uh, oh, okay which is fine you know it's all behind the scenes it's uh like i said i do some some writing for the the, the large tech company and um and stuff it's, it's been kind of a weird transition to go from being on TV and in print all the time mm-hmm. to kind of working um, behind the scenes. But I sure. like, I really like the work I'm doing now. Um, it's yeah. really fun. And I work with great people. So it's, it's, it's been cool. I'm cool. I just get to be like, just, uh, just me now. Just me. So I got nothing to plug. I'm not i barely even on social media now. Like if you go to my Twitter, I, I know. tweeted once in like the last six months. I like think I tweeted I tweeted twice during one of the press conferences in e3, and that was like the first time I've been on Twitter in six months. But uh, yeah. what you should do okay, here's here's what I have to plug. Okay. I'll plug in your podcast, man. Oh, Listen to this podcast every week, subscribe, uh rate on all the platforms that you can, especially Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, best platform. And uh yeah, there you go.
0: That's my plug. Perfect. And if you want to even dive deeper, you can follow me on the socials under finger styles or you can follow the podcast on twitter the podcast app. also email us your thoughts suggestions comments anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast DAP at gmail.com and please rewind to the topics of the show support those fine sponsors because if it helps them out it helps me out and just like steve said the most important thing rate subscribe review easy peasy takes you two seconds that's it one last question well not one last question but one last observation we didn't even touch on before i let you go anything you wanted announced at e3 this year um, I don't think I wanted to ask. I mean, I want sequels to games that are never going to come out. I want to. Uh, <laughs>
2: <Fair> <laughs> I want. I want a Crimson Sky sequel. That's that's never going to happen in my lifetime. Um, I uh, yeah. I wanted more. I wanted more about Beyond Good and Evil two. It's a game I was really excited about for four, four years ago. Um, and I don't even know if that's ever going to come out now. So, yeah, I just want to basically to be sequels to all my old, all the games I like. Give me sequels to every uh, old game that I, that I want that nobody else plays. You know what I want to see a sequel to? What? I want to see a sequel to the game uh, Prey, which is oh. made by Arcane, the people that did Dishonored, and who are doing uh, uh, Redfall.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, unfortunately, Prey didn't do well. Prey is one of my favorite games of the last ten years. Prey is a game, and I'm talking about like the the, the current generation, like the Prey came out a few years ago, not the one from. Uh, uh xbox 360 ps3 era Mm -hmm. but yeah prey is just like a, a a perfect game set on a space station big mystery cool monsters cool powers I love those kind of games, so yeah. I The the big thing missing was, was announcement of Prey 2, a game that will never happen, so it's not like I was surprised.
0: See, I'm the same way. It's I'm, I either want a remake of something I loved with updated stuff so it's not as frustrating as it is before, or a remake yeah. like you. So I was looking forward to another sort of Resident Evil remake. I thought for sure they were going to announce oh, Veronica, maybe, because yeah. that's yeah, still yeah. from the old clunky era people yeah. say they want a part four but I'm like why that's still decent you can still go back and play that it still holds up part four so yeah, I think you just need to do Veronica and then they're done with the remakes and uh, a, a sequel to dead space or a remake of the original I love dead space I want yeah. more dead space
2: that's in the franchise they yeah, have we'll right wish they bring back yeah and but yeah, other than that it's, it's- yeah these friends and i i wanted to see another deus Ex game too that's that's probably yes because
0: i don't matches. know did you like the ps4 one because i love the ps3 one but the one that just the most recent one i was i don't know i don't know if i found it it wasn't such a big story or because it was shorter than the ps3 version but i don't know what it was yeah, it, I, liked I didn't it. click i like it but that's
2: one of those games like what you just said it's one of the games you know it's very recent um i'd like to see done on on new hardware just because uh the last oh, God, I never forget. human revolution that was the last one yeah right? that's no, why mankind i say Divider. four and ps3 <laughs> yeah. mankind oh, man, 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 of divided it was the last one okay um uh yeah like it was i actually i played that through twice again that's i don't do that very often i played that game through twice but i have loved deus ex. the original deus ex that came out in 2000 oh, shit. on pc yeah, yeah. is one of my all-time favorite games i've tried to go back to it it is <laughs> it doesn't hold up See? quite as well not visually, like the story is cool. Right, right. Um, Like the the kind of world building is cool, but man, it looks like ass now. But um, yeah, so I, I want to see uh, more more Deus Ex, but I don't know if. Um, oh shoot! Who is that now? Wasn't it Square Enix? No,
0: Idos. No, Idos Square Enix. those?
2: yes, yeah, Idos. Yeah, I think you're right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I would love to see another Deus Ex game. That seems a little more likely. Like I don't think Friends and Skies Two is ever going to happen. I could see another DSX game, but the games that the kind of games I like don't seem to sell as well. So I, I get a little bit disappointed from time to time when a game comes out that I just love and I get really attached to, and then it just goes nowhere after that.
0: Yeah, that does suck. That's how it is with me with TV shows. I find when I'm getting myself into it, they cancel it. <laughs>
2: And they don't know they're going to be canceled, so that they just answer a cliffhanger that will never be resolved.
0: Which is the worst, which is the worst. Yeah. Awesome. On that note, he's Steve. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.